The Pleasure Project with Donna Scoglin. Today is day 13. I woke up this morning with just a mild headache. Yesterday I ate some things I don't normally eat. I had some gluten, I had some sugar, I had some red wine. And I think just the accumulation of all of that just led to me feeling a little bit less than stellar this morning. And I was thinking about how this is pretty rare for me. I usually, I've, I've dialed in really great habits over the last 10 years, and I generally always feel good physically. I have no physical pain. I have good energy. I um, It's really like the absence of discomfort. And that allows there to just not be any of that noise, like the physical noise that I know that, you know, when you're suffering from, from body aches or pains, or you're just feeling really sluggish, or there's brain fog, or you're feeling heavy, or you have digestive issues, or if you have headaches, any of that physical discomfort, it takes up brain space. And it's a distraction from being able to be fully present and being able to focus on things like joy and pleasure. So I was thinking about, you know, the different types of pleasure that there are. And there's physical pleasure, which is what I'm talking about. And really it's it's even just the absence of of discomfort, physical discomfort. And just feeling generally good in your body, feeling energized, feeling flexible and mobile and being able to move easily and gracefully and feel strong feel fit, feel vibrant, feel healthy. There's no digestive issues. You feel, you know, generally light in your belly. And so there's that physical feeling good, physical pleasure. And then there's emotional pleasure, which comes from positive emotions that are created when we think about happy things, positive things, when we have thoughts about gratitude or positive thoughts about something or someone in our lives. And, you know, we can generate those positive emotions through intentional thinking. And then there's sensory pleasures or sensual pleasure, which is the, the senses, the sense of touch, taste, sight, hearing, smell. So anytime that we get into, you know, when we're consuming we're taking in something that is pleasurable and then the last one I would say is probably erotic pleasure and the the pleasure that comes from something like an orgasm or you know more of almost like um all those those pleasure hormones that get released oxytocin a whole bunch of others and these are the four that I've kind of identified so far and I've got, you know, I've got the physical one down. I know how to create the emotional one. And I know it's also 50-50. And, you know, we can be intentional about thinking and, and try to have better thoughts, positive thoughts more of the time. But to think that we can always be in that state is kind of unrealistic. And then the sensory pleasures, the sensual pleasures can also just be a byproduct of being more in our moment-to-moment -moment experience and seeking out the the sensory pleasures that are enjoyable and then obviously we can get create time for the erotic pleasures 
So I wanted to just touch on the physical pleasures for a moment and emphasize how important those are because I kind of think that these are what need to happen first because when we've got the noise of the, the dis-ease in the body or discomfort in the body, it's just really hard for us to be able to focus on any of the other three pleasures. And this comes through lifestyle, diet, your daily habits and routines, which is something that I have cultivated over the years, over, like I said, the last 10 years of teaching and coaching people into an Ayurvedic lifestyle. And that has just been my way of living for the last 10 years. And I haven't really found any other thing that works this well as a almost like a formula. And I'm going to just call it the feel good formula of how to live your daily life in a way where you set your body up for feeling as good as possible, which also has an impact on our mental and emotional state. We have better moods or more mentally stable. Generally, there's less anxiety, less depression. For me, the Ayurvedic lifestyle is really what helped me feel happier. And, and I was suffering postpartum depression. And as I implemented the daily routines of Ayurveda, that went away. And just having more mental clarity and having more energy to manage my mind because it does take energy. Our brain uses up a lot of calories. So when we are depleted, when we don't even have enough energy for our regular day, it's a big ask to try to then also manage your, your thoughts and process your feelings because it's just, you just don't have it in you to, to put in that focus and that attention and that effort. So body first. And for me, that looks like going to bed early. And I usually go to bed before 10 o'clock and any anywhere between nine and 10 and being able to get really great, great sleep, which is determined by really what you do throughout your day. It's not just your sleep hygiene in the hour or 30 minutes before bed, but getting a good night's sleep really starts first thing in the morning. So I wake up usually between five and six. And the first thing I do is I stay in bed and I take a moment to really just set an intention for my day. And I've mentioned this in a previous podcast, my kind of morning ritual that I do when I'm still in bed and really just thinking, deciding it's going to be a good day and mentally kind of rehearsing my day and thinking about what I'm going to do that day and seeing everything go as smoothly as possible and generating some of those positive emotions through that intentional thinking. Then I get out of bed and I go to the bathroom and I dry brush. So I have a dry brush gloves. They're called Garshana. And then I scrape my tongue. And these are a few of the daily detox practices that I teach my clients. And then I have about four cups of water, warm water with a squeeze of lemon. And then I move my body. I exercise every single day, every single morning for 20 to 40 minutes, and it changes every day. So my morning exercise is non-negotiable, but what I do in that time is very intuitive. 
And I really do check in with my body. And generally I, I want to do a couple of weightlifting workouts a week, a couple of yoga sessions a week, and then a couple of different like cardio or mobility practices. So I know the things that I you know want to make sure I have a balance of, but then what that looks like really is I let my body guide me. And then I just have those few things, you know, the kind of menu that I choose from. And then I meditate for 10 minutes and I have a meditation that I do that is just self-led. And then after that, I make my bulletproof coffee, which is my treat. It's kind of like my reward after doing those things. And then I sit down and I do my self-coaching and I check my email and I kind of look at my day and, and do whatever kind of computer stuff. And that is the what I teach my clients and call the, the magical morning routine, which includes the three M's of movement, mindfulness and meditation and manifestation journaling. So that for me really guarantees a great, just to feel good for the rest of my day physically. And also obviously sets my mind up in the best possible way to be focused and productive and clear. And then I make a smoothie and it's got lots of great stuff in it and has a good balance of um, lots of nutrients from greens and then some healthy fats, protein, and then a salad for lunch that also is really well balanced. And again, like I've created this, I've curated, you know, what I eat and what I do in a way that I know works for me. And it is, it, it, it works. I know that when I eat this, you know, the combination of these things for lunch, I fuel my body so that I have plenty of energy for the rest of the day. And then at the end of the day, I, we eat dinner between like 5.30 and 6.30 and it's usually a good source of protein, lots of vegetables. And then I walk my dog and I like to, that's one of my favorite things to do every day after dinner, helps with digestion. Uh, it's just such a great time for me to go out in nature. We have beautiful trails right a few steps from our door, which I'm so grateful for. And then I come home and I kind of get ready for bed and wash my face. And then I read sometimes and then I'm in bed between nine and 10. So that's my feel good formula daily routine. And that's what I've been teaching people and coaching people in Align and Thrive for the last eight years. And these are truly the habits to thrive physically, but also mentally. And so I've got that down. I know that that doesn't really really need for me any work. And my work is in the emotional processing. It's in the really just being more skillful at manifesting my desires. And that's a big part of what I want to continue to explore for the rest of this project, but doing it in a way that feels good. So how can I create the desired results that I want in my life and continue to follow my dreams and honor what I want, but go after it in a way that is easeful and 
I'm using the emotional fuel that I want versus in the past, it's been a lot of stress and pressure and coming from a not enough place. So that's what we will continue to explore over the rest of these 80 days. And I'm so excited to share it with you. And I'm so happy to, I'm, I'm so happy you're here listening and coming along on this ride. And I hope you're getting something from it and something that you can use in your own life. And if you are, I would really appreciate if you could rate, review, and share this podcast so that we can spread the love. And if you would like to work with me, reach out, send me a message, DM me on Instagram at Donna Skoglund, and I would love to talk to you. Have a wonderful day, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye.